I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 75, Enhancing the Tool that Has the Greatest Impact on Your Money. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Happy New Year. How has it been ringing in this new year? I hope it's been a great experience for you and that you can look at this new year and decide what you want. What do you want this new year to be? What do you want to bring into this year that can make your life better and create more of what you want? And that's going to be our topic today. And I'm going to give you a very powerful tool. Well, in fact, you already use this tool, but to give you ideas on how to utilize this tool in your life to really create more of what you want as you move forward in this new year. So I want to go ahead and share and talk about what you want in the new year. I think this is a really important question. What do you want? Now, this can be sometimes easy to answer. Sometimes this could be a little complicated to answer. And I was was pondering that. I was like, why would it be complicated or maybe hard to answer of what do you want? And I thought about it and I said, you know, I think a lot of times we get stuck on the everyday tasks that need to be done. Things that just help our lives function and we just get stuck on those tasks. So for me, I thought about, okay, what are some tasks that I do on it? a daily basis. Okay. Helping my kids get up and get ready and go to school, helping me get up and get ready and go to work, helping, um, you know, the house function the way it needs to making sure bills are paid, making sure, you know, we have clean clothes, making sure we have food to eat, making sure we do meals, uh, making sure that things are in place to help us all function and move forward. And I think sometimes Since those tasks are very similar and they're very constant, we can go on autopilot and we just go, okay, this is what I got to get done today. This is what I got to get done today. And we kind of just stick it back in that subconscious and just keep doing the same things over and over. And we don't consciously think of what do I want? What do I want to create? What opportunities do I have? What opportunities do I want to create? What do I want more of in my life to help me have more of the life I want? So I think it's really important for you to bring that to your consciousness and just say, what do you want? What do you want this year? And to write it down, not just think about it because I mean, as powerful it is here, it's even more powerful when we either put it on paper or I know others do vision boards or just some way for us to see what we want or to read what we want because that makes it more concrete for us and something that can help us go after what we want. Now, I encourage you as you're thinking about what you want, also consider what are your money goals? Now, depending on what we think and believe about money, especially if it's negative, we may avoid making money goals or we might have this belief, well, I'm not very good with money or the things that have happened to me in the past with money haven't worked out. So I'm just not going to make a money goal. Now, the interesting thing about money is it's a tool that can aid us in reaching our different goals. Now, more often than not, we don't necessarily want to make money because we want it to sit in our bank account somewhere. 
Now, sometimes we do. <laughs> sometimes we want to say, hey, I want to have this much money in the bank account because it's going to have me more or I'm going to have more peace of mind. I'm going to have an emergency fund in place. And that's completely OK. But more often than not, we say, OK, we want this money in here. To be used for other things. So, for example, for retirement, we don't just want a million dollars in retirement. We want that million dollars there so then we can use it on living expenses, on maybe medical expenses, on having opportunities and being able to help others with it. So that money then actually goes to do other things. And I think that's what's so important to think about money. It's not just so much about having a dollar amount. It's what can that do. And why do you want to make that money? And maybe making that money doesn't look like, okay, well, I want this much in the bank, but maybe it's, I want to be able to pay off debt. I want to be able to use this money for this specific thing. Maybe it's a family vacation. Maybe it's, hey, I want to put this money towards some education, or maybe I want to use this money on somebody else. So when you make a money goal, so think about why do you want to make that money? And what would that do for you, your family, and those you serve? So when you're thinking about not just with your money goals, but all the goals, what do you want of what would that do for you, your family, and those you serve? And I think what's so fun about this too is when you start thinking that way of what could that do for us and you start to visualize, oh my goodness, if I you know, brought in, let's say $100,000 extra this year, I could pay off our debt. Well, what would that do for us? Well, as a family, then we wouldn't have to put money towards debt. We could put it towards experiences. We could put it towards activities. We could put it towards some things and other goals that we have. It would also bring us peace of mind. It would help us have, you know, an emergency fund in place in case anything were to happen. So think about what could that do for you? What would that be like? What would that feel like? And the interesting thing is, is as you go through this process, it feels pretty good. <laughs> it feels pretty good to kind of dream and think about what your future life could look like by achieving these goals. You could think about, oh my goodness, I could do this thing. I could have this opportunity. I could serve more. I could do this thing I've always wanted to do. I could have my family do this thing they've always wanted to do. I can go serve in this way. And it feels really good. That's why we like to do it, especially at this time of year. We we get this opportunity to go, oh, why do I want to create my life? And it feels really good. Now, we're not going to go fully into this today, but I did want to share a brief exercise that I did when I was thinking about my goals this year. And I thought about, okay, this fall feels really good. And when those goals come into my life and are my results, that's going to feel amazing. It's going to do all these great things for me in my life. And then I asked myself and I wrote it down on a chart and maybe we'll share that in another episode here. But I said, what am I willing to do to create what I want? What am I willing to do to have what I want in my life? What am I willing to do to create more, to become more, to be fulfilled? And then I didn't list it here, but another thing that I came up with is what am I not willing to do to create what I want? And this was a really powerful exercise for me because then it helped me focus on, okay, there's not just this wonderful goal that I want out there, this wonderful thing I want to have in my life, but what am I willing to do to make that happen? What responsibility will I take? What actions are, am I willing to take and to do to commit to making that happen? 
Because when we look at those things in our lives and what we want, it's usually to better our lives. You should need to make more opportunities, more growth, more experience, more joy. We pick those things that usually help us grow, <laughs> that help us develop, to help us have more of what we want, to create more and to create better for ourselves and our family and our loved ones. But taking that time to decide what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do to help you along that path is a very powerful exercise. And I very much encourage you to do that. And we'll talk about that maybe more in another episode. But now as you've gone through kind of what you want this year, we're going to project out just a little bit, maybe in a few days, a few weeks, a few months. And we've all learned from past experience that you have a goal in mind. You have something you want to bring into your life or something you might a habit maybe you want to stop doing or start doing. And there's going to be a point where it doesn't feel good. There's going to be a point where you're going, you know what? I don't know. Do I really want to have this thing in my life? Do I really want to keep doing this? Some things that happen in life <laughs> that maybe can contribute to our goals not feeling so good or what we want to bring into our lives is the unexpected. So let's say you have a health goal this year. You said, you know what? I have these health goals because I want to just feel better in my body. I want my body to function better. I want to, you know, and I know to do that, I need to eat, you know, healthier foods and I need to restrict eating those foods or cut back on those foods that aren't making me feel good. Okay. Let's say you're working on this and you've done it for a few weeks and then life happens and you get sick and you're sick. <laughs> Your body needs that ability to recover. And let's say while you're sick, you don't eat the same things you were eating the past couple of weeks. You don't eat as well or eat the healthiest foods that would help you. Or let's say that along with your eating goal, you also had an exercise goal and you don't exercise during that time. Okay. Life happens. And when those unexpected things happen, we could have certain thoughts about it that causes us to feel kind of miserable, that it doesn't feel good. Like, oh, I've been derailed or I've fallen off the wagon. Any of these thoughts being <laughs> familiar or have maybe you've seen them in your life or is it worth it? Or can I get back and start again? It feels too overwhelming. When the unexpected life happens and we have these thoughts about it, then no longer do those goals feel so good. And then at that point, we make a choice of do we move forward or do we go back to what is more comfortable, even though it's not bringing things into your life that you maybe want. Other things that happen that cause goals not to feel so good is when we make a mistake. So let's say that you have um, a savings goal and you know each week you're putting money into savings, you're putting money into savings, you're putting money into savings. And then a few weeks down the road, you see this item you wanted and was on sale. You're like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting this thing for so long. I really want to buy this thing. And you go out and buy this thing and you use the money that you saved to buy this item. And you go, oh my gosh, oh no, that might've been a mistake because I wanted to use this money and save this money for this other thing or just to have as an emergency fund. When you make mistakes, What's easy for us to do is to think thoughts that beat ourselves up, to think, oh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I made that choice, even though it was something I wanted. You know, I really wanted that savings. That really was going to help me feel so much better about my finances. That's something I really wanted to do. 
we might say, um, you know, I'm no good with money or I'm not good at this habits thing. I'm not good at trying to change my life. Well, when we think those thoughts, we don't feel good. And it makes it really difficult for us to keep going towards our goal when we have these thoughts. You might get down the road and think, this is boring. (laughs) I'm doing the same thing over and over again, and it's just boring. I don't like doing this. Okay, well, you have a thought like this that doesn't feel good. We don't want to feel bored. We don't want to feel overwhelmed. (laughs) So then we choose to keep that in our lives or not. Okay, a big one is you don't see as much progress as you want to. I think this one's huge because our brain is amazing as an efficient as it is. Also kind of expects things to be done fast. <laughs> and unfortunately, a lot of times when we go after those goals that are really going to improve our lives, it takes some time. And our brain wants to see that progress very frequently. And if we don't see the progress or tell ourselves we don't see the progress we should see by now, that doesn't feel good. And it's because of what we're thinking. We're thinking, oh, this is taking too long. I should have seen results by now. This should have been different. Or we compare in our thoughts too. We compare to say, oh, they got this so much faster. What's wrong with me? Okay. Doesn't feel good. Then you go, okay, do I want to continue with this? You know, if we know, if we know, hey, if I bring this thing into my life, if I choose to be healthier, if I have, you know, this, if I'm working out and I'm exercising and if I'm eating the right foods, I know that's going to make me so much happier. That's going to help my body feel better. It's going to help me have more opportunities. If we keep telling ourselves we don't see progress or we don't have what it takes, then it stops us from bringing those things into our lives that we really, truly want. Another one I didn't actually list here is when we change or have to either stop habits or start habits to help us in our goals. That's not going to feel great, right? When we bring and introduce change into our lives, it means we have to change the way we think and the way we behave. So for example, if I make a goal to say, you know what, I want to work out three days a week because I know that's going to help my body feel better. I know that's going to help everything function in my body better. And it's just going to help me have, you know, clarity. And this is what I really want. I know that's going to help my life be better. And I get into that routine and I think, okay, instead of sleeping in, I need to get up early. This is a change in my habit or behavior to move forward. Well, guess what? (laughs) The day that you are wanting to keep this going or to start this because I'm tired. I don't feel good. I don't want to do this because I'm changing and it's uncomfortable. Or maybe you're stopping a habit that also brings in change. You're stopping to say, you know, I realize that if I keep eating a chocolate bar every single day, that's really not helping me get to my health goals. I would like to change that habit to maybe a chocolate bar once a month. Once again, you are going to have thoughts of like, this is hard. I don't like this. This is overwhelming. I really want to taste that because it tastes good. Why can't I have this? (laughs) And it doesn't feel good. Now, some of those thoughts may have been ones you have used. Maybe those are some that are new. But what we think as we're moving towards what we want to create is going to make all the difference in how you move forward. 
what you think has a powerful effect on what you do. So not only does what you think influence how you feel, but that it influences what you do. And if you're thinking this isn't working and you feel discouraged, then it's very easy to not do those things you know will make your life better because you feel discouraged. And we talked about the autopilot earlier. I think if we think those things long enough, that is going to be the thought and the feeling that comes up more on autopilot when we're trying to change our lives, when we're trying to bring things into our lives to help us have a better life. Your thoughts are so powerful. And so let's take an example of this to kind of illustrate. If you want to make a change with your money this year, you said, you know, this year I want to pay off my debt and I want to save, you know, three months worth of expenses because I know that's going to help my life be better. I know there's things there that would help me have peace of mind. It's going to help me accomplish things. It's going to help me be disciplined. It's going to help me feel more confident in my money. But if you look at your previous constant patterns of thinking about money, so let's say you have a constant thought or belief that you're no good with money. And you've thought that so many times that your brain goes, oh, that's, we can put that on autopilot. We don't even have to think about that anymore. And you think, okay, I'm going to just think I'm no good with money. Well, every time you start to make a change, that thought is going to pop up. That belief, right? Because that's what your body, that's what your brain wants to do is run on autopilot and say, oh yeah, this is what we think about money. <laughs> We're no good with it. So then it has to bring to that consciousness, okay, I'm no good with money, but I want to be better with money. But I know if I make those decisions, those decisions with my money that are different from what I did before, I could have more of what I want in my life. So I want to give you some things that could really help you in your thought process to create more of what you want. Instead of your brain being on autopilot because you've thought of some things for so long that it just transfers it to autopilot because it wants to be efficient and not think about things. Once you start consciously thinking about what you think and feel and be honest with yourself, it can help you start to decide if those are thoughts that you want, if those thoughts are serving you. So if you go and think, oh, I'm no good with money, you could go, you know what? Is that true? I know good with money because that doesn't feel very good. And maybe it's even acknowledging, yeah, I've made some choices with money that make me feel not very good with money, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Just bringing up that thought can help you question it and just go, yeah, I made some mistakes with money. I acknowledge that. I see that. Honest about that. But that doesn't mean I can't change. That doesn't mean I have to stay that way. And that acknowledgement, that awareness is so powerful because so often we're running on autopilot. So often our brain just says, hey, I don't want to consciously think about things. Let's just go with what we thought before. <laughs> it's worked. We're, we, we're still alive. We're still functioning. right? But when we start to think about things consciously and decide if that's something that we want to think, then our lives can start to change. We can start bringing into our lives more of what we want. I also, in another kind of example of this, I also think, okay, if you have a, a goal to maybe not eat as much chocolate, you might acknowledge, okay, every time I go in the kitchen, I think, oh, I want to eat something good. I should have chocolate. <laughs> 
And you might feel that desire to have chocolate. You might feel that going, oh, I can feel that in my body. My body really wants to go eat that. I can feel that vibration in there. I can see that that's what I want. But is that what I really want? I know my body's telling me I want that. My brain's even telling me I want that. But is that going to bring more of what I want into my life? Is that going to help me be healthier? Is that going to help me create more of what I want? No. So maybe, even though that's what I'm thinking, maybe that's not what I want. Maybe I don't want to eat the chocolate, okay? That awareness can then give you the opportunity to examine it and see if that's what you want. And guess what? <laughs> it's going to be times where you go down to your kitchen or you are, you know, doing something with money or one of your goals and you say, yeah, look, I want the chocolate. <laughs> and you just realize that and you say, yeah, I want the chocolate. I know I have this desire and you know what? I'm, I'm choosing to eat this. And I'm also choosing the consequences of this. And that also gives you this incredible power over it because you know, it's your choosing. That's what you choose. And that's what you want to have. And you know that that choice is yours and you can own that. The next thing for the power of your thoughts. So I talked about, Hey, you know what you think then contributes to how you feel. And then what we feel usually contributes to our actions. But I'd like to really take that feel line, that feeling that comes in. Guess what? You can kind of put that on pause. <laughs> and what I mean is that you don't have to immediately go into action about it. And this is a great way to examine your feelings and actually feel them. So we are human beings that are meant to feel. We're meant to feel our emotions and not just the good emotions either, not just the happy and the joy and the excitement. We're meant to feel also sadness and anger and frustration and guilt. Like these are all things that were put in us to feel. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with feeling them, but sometimes we just need to practice feeling them. So often, because those feelings are uncomfortable and we don't really like feeling them, we push them away or try to do something else that makes us feel better. So if I'm feeling disappointed, I know chocolate's going to help me feel better. So I'll go and eat chocolate. Doesn't really solve the problem. <laughs> Actually compounds the problem, but that's what we do because we don't want to feel that negative emotion. But I'm encouraging you now and offering this to you to just feel that. So if I go and want chocolate and I have this desire to have chocolate, I'm going to feel that. I'm just going to say, yeah, I can feel that in my body. I can feel that I want it. And then I like to put this kind of thought at the end and I'm going to do it anyway. And what I mean by that is I can feel the desire to have chocolate and not eat chocolate. I can feel the desire, that excitement to buy that thing in the store and I'm not going to buy it. I can feel sad at the mistake I made and still continue to work towards my goals. You can still feel those feelings and don't have to automatically go to those actions that don't serve you. You can feel that emotion and still choose. Now, this is a thought to do it anyway, to do those things, you know, are going to bring what you want into your life. And this kind of goes into this next field to think about redirecting or changing your thoughts. Okay, and this is going to take practice, <laughs> but I want to give you a story that really illustrated this for me just in the last few weeks. And it was really cool to just see my mind at work and what that played in my life, what, what these thoughts did, how it changed my complete outlook and complete, completely changed my experience that I had. So 
several months ago, my daughter, uh, my youngest daughter actually asked, she's like, can I change my room color? You know, it's been pink and not really a huge fan of pink. And, you know, I said, yeah, we could, we could accommodate that. We could do that. I'm sure we could find some time to, you know, paint your room. And we even picked out some pink colors. And then I proceeded to tell myself, <laughs> my thoughts were, I'm too busy. It's too much work. And my thoughts just said, yeah, you know, I'm too busy. I can't accommodate this. It's too much work. Well, guess how I felt about that? Overwhelmed. So from my overwhelm, instead of looking at those thoughts and feeling that feeling, I just went into action to say, uh, yeah, not going to do this. I avoided doing it. I put other things on my schedule. I focused on other things in my schedule and I never got around to painting her room. So I kept telling myself it's too much work and I don't have the time. So this is three days before Christmas Eve. <laughs> I had a new thought. I decided to change this thought and said, you know, what'd be really cool is if I could change her room color, I would love to serve her this way. I want to do this. I want to serve her this way. And bonus for me, I thought if my older son wants to do this with me, I could spend this amazing time together. Wouldn't that be awesome? So this thought of, I don't have the time. It's too much work to, I want to serve her in this way. Completely changed how I felt about it. The circumstances hadn't changed. I still had to paint a room. I still had to, you know, prep the walls. I still had to clean them off. We still had to, you know, tape the room. Not my favorite, by the way, <laughs> cover the room. So nothing got paint on it. That wasn't supposed to have paint on it and actually paint it and do a couple coats of paint and to do touch-ups. Okay, so the circumstances were the same. I was going to have to do the same amount of work. But my thought changed everything else completely. Instead of thinking it's too much work, you know, I don't have time for this, to I want to serve her in this way. I want to do this project. Then I started to feel excited. And from that excitement, what did I do? That excitement then led me to, okay, I'm going to go buy paint supplies. So then I went and bought paint supplies. <laughs> Two days before Christmas Eve, here I am prepping her room to be painted. And we didn't even get started until like 9 p.m. that night. And then we took a break to sleep and then we didn't finish until that, you know, the next day. But I was like, oh my gosh, this was so cool to see this experience for me to see how my thoughts completely changed my whole outlook on this project and the experience that I had. So I encourage you as you're going through this process you might not be able to jump from, I hate this to, I love this. <laughs> that might not ring true to you, but you can start to redirect into what you want, what you want to create, because that is going to help you feel those things to help you have the experience, and the actions that you want to have and to help you move forward on that path to creating more of what you want. And I was thinking about this. Okay. We do tend to run on autopilot a lot of the time, right? Which is very efficient of our brain. We don't have to think about walking. We don't have to think about how we talk. We don't have to think about, you know, all the things. So I thought about what could I give you to help you in the moment when you're just kind of running on autopilot? And I thought about this question and I want you to use this in your life. And it says, why do you want to invest in this? So whether it's in your goal, whether it's in the tasks leading to your goal, whether it's just the mundane of life, why do you want to invest in this? Why do you want to invest in doing laundry? Why do you want to invest in buying chocolate and putting it on your grocery list? Why do you want to invest in exercising 
this morning. <laughs> Why do you want to invest in putting $10 away in savings today? Why? What could that, once again, taking you back to your goals, what would that do for you? And I think it just causes that acknowledgement of the brain to be like, oh, I need to consider why am I investing in this? Why is this important to me? And I picked the word invest, not just because you're going to invest money in the stock market or whatever, but it really is an investment, all these choices that you're making for your life. Is this investment leading you to more of what you want to create? Or is this investment leading you further away from what you want to create? And you get to decide. That's the great thing. And I think this is just a great tool to have, this great question to have as you're going about your task to really consider, is this something that is going to benefit you in your life? And just to kind of wrap up here today, your thoughts are a tool to help you create your life. And you can create any life that you want. You can create any thought you want. You are in charge of this part of you, which is so exciting and thrilling to know that this is your choice. And it can create any life that you want it to create. So if you want to bring more of what you want into your life this new year, use the tool of your thoughts to help you get there. I hope you have an incredible day, an incredible week. And as you're going throughout making your lives the what you want them to be, notice those thoughts and how are they making a difference. And I would love to hear your experiences. I would love to learn about what is working for you what thoughts you've come up with, how that's making an impact and how that's helping your life move forward. So please let me know. I want to see your progress on this journey and celebrate with you as you accomplish the things that you want. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you next time. This is your year to become more confident with your money and bring more of what you want into your life. A key to do that is discovering your money mindset. Once you've discovered your money mindset, it opens up the possibilities of what you can bring into your life. I want to help you with this. Head on over to discoveryourmoneymindset.now.site to get your complimentary copy of our brand new ebook, Discovering Your Money Mindset. You can use this as a tool to aid you this year in creating more of what you want and feeling confident in your money. I can't wait to hear how it goes. So head on over once again to discoveryourmoneymindset.now.site.